So, Fantasy Football, a loser's guide to FBL with Rob and Yanis. Hello, FPL players. You've got your new DJ here, new and improved. Uh, this is uh, Uzo Radio, uh, and you're listening to Not So Fantasy Football. I am. Yanis, and this is Rob. <laughs> Man, that sounds so weird. Um, <laughs> so it yeah, does. so Yanis has moved back to Greece. We've changed the lots. <laughs> yeah, and I'm the only one with a laptop on me. <laughs> so this sounds actually funny. It's like we don't have laptops in Greece. <laughs> we, we... <laughs> He's gone to the third world. We do. Um... <laughs> Technology has has uh, actually. Uh, visited Greece. Fantastic. It's just the fact that uh, you're on a I'm remote only here with my a- iPad. Ah, I see. Uh, I'm being a bit too posh Traveling. to have. Uh, yeah. Yeah, traveling light. <laughs> cool. Um, so, what have you got for? What have you got in store this week, Yanis? You're going to be the stat man. You're going to be the interesting guy here, and I've just got to be like promoting questions and you know saying saying interesting things. Oh, I loved my my job before I travel here. I I think we, we, I need to come back quickly. (laughs) So, um, I was preparing while you were dealing with all the tech things. Mm -hmm. Uh, I was preparing for the battles. Finally, Mm -hmm. I, I have chosen my players before you asked me. You've done so well. Which is a big progress. You're also very kind to say dealing with the tech things and not screaming at me down the phone. Um, so thank you for that. Right. (laughs) So do you want to get started? What happens if NSFFF stays in NSFFF? <laughs> exactly. Um, do you want to get started? So we've got, we've got less than a day for mm-hmm. the deadline. And I want to warn all our listeners that for the next three weeks, I think it is, things are going to be very tight. Indeed. Yeah. Because we've had some... there are only two days, I think, that are free. Yeah, so you're just going to have to keep listening to us on a regular basis that's the idea right <laughs> yeah we've had some big news today uh have you have you read any of the news have you read any of the newspapers uh are you talking about uh, the west london uh, the west london Chelsea movement upgrade upgrade update. have they upgraded yet or have they just got rid of one it is an upgrade already is it official i, uh, I don't know i i always read on, on every article I've read, it's kind of like uh, from any moment now we'll know mm-hmm. that Frank Lampard is not going to be uh, manager in yeah. Chelsea anymore. So the BBC um, article states Frank Lampard has been sacked by Chelsea with Thomas Tuchel expected to replace him. So he's been out of contract with Paris Saint-Germain for a little while. Um and obviously Maurizio Pochettino has gone there. But now, yeah, Thomas Tuchel is coming to Stamford Bridge by the look of it. Yeah. I think this is going to change a lot of things. Yeah. I mean, we're used to teams that change the coach when they're not doing well and suddenly they can 
show some things that they were holding. Um, I, I don't know. For some reason, I feel that we will have a few players playing way better. Yeah. But I don't know if that's going to be for the long run. Or Timo Werner. <laughs> we, like yes. Timo Werner and Kai Havertz. Just because he's German, just because he's you know worked at Borussia Dortmund, Paris Saint-Germain, I, I'm not entirely certain if it's definitely going to suggest that these players are going to be the best players to buy. Do you know what I mean? Quite a lot of people are And putting... I'm not that certain that he's such a good manager because mm. I think that he's he's also failed. Not He's not the only one mm-hmm. that has failed in, in PSG. Mm-hmm. Um, but he had, he had major problems and uh, I don't think that he actually did something to improve the team that much. No. It seems to be so. I don't know if that it's it's an easy choice for them mm-hmm. because he's kind of this. Um, how do you call them from the top shelf? Yeah, elite manager. The say. young elite managers, mm-hmm. the ones that are popular and stuff. But for me, it, I mean, we will soon find out. Yeah. Do you feel Do you feel sad we'll for Lampard? See. Not much. I I much more liked him as a player than as a manager. Mm. So I kind of differentiate the way I feel mm-hmm. for him now. I, I he was one of my favorite players when he was playing. I, I really liked him. He was great. Really, really liked him. Yeah. Uh, but as a manager, first of all, because I'm so fond of Leeds, the whole thing with the uh, Spygate. Oh yeah, uh, Derby. Uh, Yes. Yeah, that last. He season. was the one that started it. So, yeah, it's something that I don't find that. Did he start it, or was it Bielsa? Let's face it. I think it was Bielsa sending scouts to Derby, wasn't it? Yes, but he started. He started the whole fuss about, about it, making I mean, it a, a bigger deal than it is. Rightly so. Bielsa I was feel. sneaking into his training ground, in my opinion. Anyway. We'll see about that. Anyway, um, we'll talk. We'll we'll have a show, an episode just for that. Exactly. <laughs> um, I don't feel that sad for him apparently from what i've been reading the writing's been on the wall for a little while he was told he had to accept kepper as his number one and he was told to just put his arm around him and coach him into a better player kepper was complaining that he wasn't being given any instructions he wasn't being given any coaching on, a, on, on how to hold the ball on anything <laughs> yeah on how to hold it. um <coughs> and he'd already caused problems for sari and managers before but he was Lampard was told that he had to keep Kepper and then eventually ended up forcing through the signing of Benjamin Mendy because he decided that he couldn't play with Kepper. Um, and that was all a very quick, unusual turnaround, which did seem comic from the outside, but also seemed unusual from the inside as well. And apparently that was one of the first sort of things that put into motion this Frank's not doing what the board's telling him to do. So we need to consider whether he's a long term appointment. If that's the reason, one of the reasons, it makes me like him more a bit more. Yeah, because, his guns and Kepa's terrible. Because I think that common sense dictates that he was right about Kepa. Yeah. So he he was right about needing someone else, and he was proven right when Mendy was so much better. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, the transfers that he made. I mean, sometimes you might think again for the for the same reason that he didn't make them. Mm-hmm. They were forced on him. So this is also a problem 
being a young manager, let's say, no matter if he was like one of the heroes of Chelsea, um, you have to know that when you go that high straight away after Derby County going to coach like Chelsea, yeah, people will actually tell you what to do. Yeah. So maybe it's better, it's wiser to go step by step and when you go, have like this firm grasp and, and saying that this is what I want to do. If you don't do it, then fine. Yeah, it's but better to go young, in with kind of... swag as a manager than it is... I thought it was a very strange appointment and I'm surprised he made a year and a half. I didn't think he'd make a year, personally. I think he did very well with the team that he had, you know, the transfer ban and all that. But he just, I don't think he was behind any of the signings. And I don't think he was comfortable with trying to fit them into his system. Um, because he was constantly trying to play Werner with Tammy on the left uh, instead of what Werner is bought for, you know, was bought for to be playing down the centre himself. So then <coughs> making problems with that, Havertz being a bit of a problem as well. And, you know, not having a sort of attacking midfield number 10. I thought it was very. Yeah, very strange. But we've now got Thomas Tuchel. He's going to be happy with Thiago Silva, who was his former player. He's going to have a good relationship with him. So we expect more from Silva in terms of you know definite nailed-on consistency. Um, and leadership. Leadership, which, exactly. You know, someone in the changing room... Which might is, make uh, oh. Zuma's personality less important. Like, well, yeah, we'll see about we Zuma's remember. personality. <laughs> <laughs> that Lampard said that Zuma was not uh, his first choice during the double game week because he didn't have enough personality because of his personality but Rudiger has such a personality yeah well he's he also German anyway also German so you know maybe Tuchel Rudiger maybe Rudiger at 4.5 does become more of a nail on option over Kurt Zuma Kurt Zuma's French because especially you don't know if he's going to play three at the back. Exactly. He decides he might suddenly have to. because his wing backs are so attacking. Yeah. He could easily have James and Chilwell play more forward. Definitely. And have three at the back with Mountain and Kante in front of them. Exactly. Who are endless running all the time, and then still have enough space, like three players as attacking, like. He's fine. got he's got great players. Come on now. Yeah, yeah. I don't think he's Mount will get good. as much time or as much leniency, which is quite sad. I wouldn't be surprised if something happens. You know, Mount doesn't stay as uh, at the forefront of the club as he was, because he was definitely a lamp a Lampard prodigy. Um, but yeah, we'll yeah. see. Be interesting to see what happens. FBL wise, what's important is that we should keep an eye on them, mm-hmm. but. At the same time that we are expecting that something might change in their benefit, we need to wait and see what the choices will be. Yeah. Because we can only guess right now. If we don't see the team a couple of games, I think that after two, three games, we'll get an idea of the choices of the players, Mm -hmm. what style of football he wants to play, and then we will have seen what they are doing with the new manager and then we can go full on. Maybe they're good choices for the next, for the second wild card. Let's mm-hmm. say. I think that's a really good point. Yeah, I'm happy with that. They're also is it Wolves? They're playing on Wednesday. They're playing Wolves. They've got they've got actually a very good run of fixtures now. 
so that for me that's not the issue but um whatever happens you would need it it was we said that at the beginning of the season mm. we want to see them play all together exactly. they're amazing players but you need to see them play to see what so i happen. think they've got uh wolves burnley uh spurs it is next and uh and then they've got sheffield newcastle southampton so good run it's kind of a good run of fixtures very good run maybe after the spurs game it's a good opportunity to get advantage of those two pictures coming up mm-hmm. but anyway from from that way and onwards i think we're all going to be thinking about the wild card yeah so maybe it's a good choice for them so yeah and the only other thing to mention is <coughs> wolves have also signed a striker in william jose uh another portuguese import he was very interesting very uh sought after by spurs a couple of windows ago um and now they've actually got him in well, Wolves have actually got him in, so he's going to be in the Premier League, and he's coming in at seven point naught million. So as an FPL player, yes, he could be walking straight Which into the even, starting lineup. Yeah. Uh, I think that's what it what it proves. Yeah, because if you if you look at the other choices, uh, I mean that automatically for me. Not that I was thinking seriously on getting him, and but Fabio Silva and. Um, uh, what was the other guy the, from Italy? Oh, it was Cutrone. Cutrone. Uh, they were very cheap choices, <sighs> but especially in a in a Wolves team that is not doing that well attacking mm. the, you wouldn't put your money even like six million or five point two for Silva for those players. So William Jose again, wait for them for him. Maybe after a couple of games, see what happens. There's something interesting. He could yeah. hit the hit the league uh, like wildfire. The fixtures, like. the fixtures are mixed up to game week twenty three. Mm-hmm. Chelsea, Palace, Arsenal, Leicester, probably tough, I would say. But then they've got a good run. Southampton, Leeds, Newcastle, Villa, mm-hmm. before going to the horrible Liverpool City, and then they've got fantastic ones like okay. five in a row really green so give him a couple of weeks see how he plays against City and the difficult boys and then maybe get him in perfect yep should we have a little pause and then come back after the break and talk about watch list battles and um, our team reveals and our final points total after the Villa game excellent perfect see you in a bit And we're back. So, watch this battles, Yanis. Uh, do you want me to read watch off what we've done? Great. Yes, why not? So, the the points from last week are, funnily enough, even though it was a double game week, they're not our highest points totals. They're, I think one of them might be your highest. No, actually, no, that's not even true. So, you chose Soyonchu, Bowen, and Drew. Uh... Bowen. Bowen, I didn't even know what she was Bowen. I Bowen stepped up with 10 points for you. The other two, sadly, Good. got you three points between them. So, 13 points. Not bad. So, Yonsu didn't even get the clean sheet against Chelsea. Yeah, so right. didn't, Yeah, he only came on as a sub, didn't he? Um, I had Cresswell, Pulisic and Antonio. And Cresswell got me 10. Ah, 
Pulisic got me okay. five. You don't need to say anymore. <laughs> and Antonio got me 18, which got 33 in total. But funnily enough, it's not our highest point score on this uh, on this Watchlist Battles series. The highest was Cancelo, Ziyech and Callum Wilson in game week seven, which got 34 points. So yeah, we're just one Ooh. point shy of the t- of the uh, max, which is mad. Yeah. Um. So yeah. Good. That was right not a bad, not bad picks from us. How are you doing for game week twenty? So shall we start uh, backwards? Go for it. Start, uh, backwards. I don't know. I mean, from strikers. I, I feel that <laughs> going forward is yeah. Anyway, um, I've got. I'm not that sure. The, the striker is the, for me the worst position in this year. Yeah. Uh, in in any rate price range, mm-hmm. it has nothing to do with the the especially that mid part is like above six point five. Mm-hmm. It's good that we have those six points players six point three. Yeah. But in between, it's really bad. I will say, what was the limit? Is it eight? Seven point five for strikers. Eight for midfielders. <clears throat> I mean, I always go there, but at some point he will return. It's Wilson. Wilson. I'll go for Wilson against Leeds. Okay, that's a good choice. I hate it that I go always there, but (laughs) Um, the luck of any other choice just leads me there. Yeah, I'm struggling with this one because I want to pick someone like Tammy uh, or Antonio. But I picked Antonio last week, so I can't pick Antonio this week. Uh, so it's going to have to be someone... Uh, we can't trust Tammy because Tammy might not get the starts under this new manager. So who is Southampton playing? Giroud. No. <laughs> if Tammy's uncertain for starts, Giroud's definitely <laughs> uncertain for starts. Um uh, yeah, who is Southampton playing? That's my question. Do you have it up? Arsenal. Oh, Arsenal. Man. That's that's not not what I wanted to hear. <laughs> um, it's not my fault. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna go with Chris Wood. Chris Wood. Okay. Against, against Villa. Villa. Uh, I think Villa are gonna yeah. be on a high after how they played in the week. Who do they beat? Newcastle, they're going to be out high after that, uh, and so Burnley's dogged defence is going to keep them out, and Chris Wood is going to nick a penalty. Cool. But he's not going to score. He's not going to be the one to take it. No. So do you know what that was? Do you remember when we did our penalties podcast? Yeah. Everyone's like, "Why is Wood not on penalties?" We thought Wood was the penalty taker, but it's because Ashley Barnes won the penalty, and. What Sean Dyche said on penalty takers was that if they take it and if they win it and they want it, then they take it. Take. So between Barnes and Wood, it's it's sort of half and half. But because Barnes okay. won the penalty, Barnes takes the penalty. So if Wood wins okay, the penalty, Wood takes the penalty. And generally, if okay. someone else wins it, uh, Wood will take it as well. Wood would take it. Wood would. Wood would would. Not Edward Wood. We don't want him. Um, Excellent. So midfielders. Midfield. Is it eight? Eight million for midfielders. Yeah. Okay. Then I'll go for Bernardo Silva. Ooh. 
That's a good pick. Okay. I can't spell Bernardo. I mean, there's so many. I, I think that Hamas is about to start playing again. Yeah, true. Properly. So he's one He's one of the players who's coming in uh, my watch list. True. Pogba too. Mm-hmm. This, this price rate is getting very interesting now. It really Especially is. with Pulisic and Ziyech, mm-hmm. who might be coming on now with this this whole new new manager, era. new life. Yep. And you have Mar- Havertz, <gasps> Pulisic, Ziyech, Grealish, Pogba. That's something we forgot. Pulisic really was at Borussia Dortmund, and so was Thomas Tuchel. Were they under each that, other at the same time? That is true. Good idea. We should check that and bring that out on the next po- next podcast. But my pick is going to be yeah. either Barnes versus Everton, Harvey Barnes, or Rafinha versus Newcastle. And I think I'm going to go with Rafinha. Oh, nice. Just because I think Everton are going to defend well this game. So. Good. There we go. Uh, and and then defense. All yours. Um, I forgot, my goodness. Oh, I think I was, yeah, uh, with... Um, not Johnny Cash, but Matthew Cash. Johnny Cash, great. <laughs> Matty Cash. Yeah, against Burnley. Because I'm sure he's gonna he's gonna be involved in a penalty against Wood. Yeah. But VAR will overrule it. <laughs> this is a good one. Okay, I'm going Luke Shaw versus Sheffield. My other choice oh, was potentially Dallas. Has always problems. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> With the left side, the the right side of Sheffield United is the one that always suffers. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, there you go. Luke Shaw's going to be there for the taking. Maybe Marcus Rashford might also be a good pick if you're looking at getting someone in around that price point for maybe Kevin De Bruyne. Marcus Rashford is is in uh, is doubtful. <sighs> maybe Martial <laughs> for someone He's that's flagged. looking at like Kane or something like that. <laughs> Um, <laughs> okay, fair, cool. So, uh, what's the next thing that we're doing? The next part Re- is going to be uh, preview. Should we just briefly talk about our scores? That's what I wanted to say because there's been a, a game oh, since yes, our last podcast. Oh yes, because we had the extra. We had the Villa game exactly. That actually was very good for you. Indeed, Ollie Watkins got me a goal. And Martinez, the clean sheet. And Martinez got me the clean sheet. So we, uh, yeah, I went up to the 122 mark for my total score for game week 19. Net or total? N- total. Not net. Okay. Gross. Okay, because I'm I'm 122 net. Ah, yeah. But gross, I'm 130 uh, total scores. So, yeah, it's a, it's a small victory. <laughs> I'm not going to brag about it. but Eight points difference. It's fair. <laughs> but the good thing is that we promised two weeks ago, it must have been now, because this game we lasted forever. Yeah. But we promised that we would be in the 120 group. Exactly. And we did it. By accident. <laughs> Completely. Yeah. By, by, for me, it was because I've, I've seen a lot of tweets about it. Mm-hmm. I never said that I chose Stones because I thought he would be a good asset. Mm-hmm. I chose him because I didn't have money to get exactly. uh, Cancelo. I admit it. <laughs> you know, all people who didn't have Stones are accusing the rest of 
of those who have. Exactly. That come on, don't brag about him. You got it because you didn't have enough money. Yeah. Yes, that is true. <laughs> it's I, I'm I've had stones for about three weeks, so I've had him for a couple of game weeks. Uh, I think I've got yeah, him in you're a even more card. justified for him. Um, purely because of the I thought I'd jump in on him early and take a risk and it's paid off so yeah I was really happy with that Anthony Robinson if he hadn't have played would have done me better and I would be two points better off but sadly he did play and got a red card so not just two not just two because he would have played for the next fixture as well so I said, yeah true four. I said if he hadn't played at all I would, I would still be two points better. oh that's what you mean sorry you're right you're right <laughs> um but yeah that's fine. He is already out of my team. He's already a distant memory. And, uh, yeah, he's been traded out you for... You paid the price. Mitchell, yeah. For what you did. <laughs> Hung out to dry. Cruel. Never again. He's on the blacklist. <laughs> exactly. I don't think he's on my blacklist because I liked him as a player. I just... That red card yeah. is silly. And I have come around to the idea that it probably was a red card now, just to let the podcast. So that's uh, your first. Know. So that's your first transfer for this. The, first the transfer. transfer, and then would you like to guess at my second transfer? Because I have taken a hit and made a second transfer. I've got a feeling that you went for a Turkish German player. I don't know if he's German. I, I know he's Turkish. Should we just you refer to him as the Gun Dog Millionaire? Is that what? Should, should we just refer yeah. to him as? As a, as that, that's the title of the show, probably. Because everyone's uh, everyone's struggling with uh, how to pronounce his name. Because it's like, is it Gundogan? Is it Gundogan? Is it Gundogan? <laughs> um, Gundogan. I think it's Gundogan. So we're going to go with Gundog Millionaire, and uh, yeah. yeah, he's come in for Adamola Lookman, which is yeah, uh, a happy move. Oh that God, I'm Fulham making. is. You've sold two Fulham players at once. Yeah. Definitely, they've gone out of my got team. So many double game weeks coming on. This is a good point. I've got all the double game weeks written down. Would you like to know them? I definitely would. So the have reason you not texted them already. I have. To, yeah, to be fair, I did put them in the group, but Fulham for me are not a double game week team for the short term that we need to worry about yeah. because they have one double game week, and that is with Burnley that they need to make up. And that can be made up anytime soon, but right now it's, you know, it's in the air. Um, yeah. Maybe it's not going to be game week 23, but it might be game week 26 uh, or potentially 28. It's, it's not in the near future. Um, so I've got time to transfer those in. Um, the other one that they are doubling with is Spurs. <coughs> And that's because Spurs have made it to the Capital One Cup final that's in April in game week 33, maybe 32. Um, yeah. So I don't think Spurs, A, have a free game week for it to go into anytime soon. And also, I don't think the broadcasters are going to worry about moving it five, five game weeks further forwards just because there's a free spot. I think they're going to try and keep it around game week 33 and try and make sure that it fits in around that spot. Um, as well as the City one. Uh, who are they playing? City versus Southampton. So because City and Spurs are into the Carling Cup final, they will play the Carling Cup final instead of playing a Premier League game. And those Premier League games will be moved to around that time. So for me, Spurs, Man City... Uh, Southampton and Fulham both have one 
game week that needs to be made up and not two. Uh, like Burnley and Leeds. The people with two that we need to watch out for really are Everton um, and Aston Villa. Those two have game weeks that need that have already been postponed. They've got two game weeks that have already been postponed and need to be made up in the short term. So right now would be the time to get on your Everton and your Villa players. And with Everton and Villa both in form, well, Everton hitting form and Villa in form, um, I think any of those players would be a good choice. Cool. I completely agree. Mm-hmm. It's one of my, a bit long term actually, because I was now going for, uh, you know, the famous bring Kane to the team. Yeah. Um, but I really want to go back to DCL. Yeah. I'm afraid I'm going to pay more again because he's going to play well in the couple of weeks weeks to come and I won't have the money there. anyway I'll see how to deal with it mm-hmm. but I do agree that Everton is going to start playing again really well Yeah. I don't think I've got bad fixtures as well uh, haven't checked to be honest no it's not It's not bad it's not bad, it's not consistently good that's the problem with them mm-hmm. they've got Leicester, Newcastle Leeds, Yeah. not bad but and then Man United, Fulham, Liverpool, Southampton, Chelsea. Yeah. So apart from the Fulham one, these are not good fixtures. But then there's a, a big sea of green after game week 28. Okay. With Burnley, West Brom, Palace, Brighton. So the next five. That's when things get part good. The next five aren't terrible. You got Leicester and Man United to worry about, but Newcastle and Leeds and Fulham are games that you expect them to get yes. some form of returns from. Uh, so yeah, I think. That's... So you'd probably want to avoid them for the three fixtures against Liverpool, Southampton, and Chelsea, maybe. And Man United. Uh, it it depends. It depends on how how you're planning to use the wild card and when. Yeah. Because this whole talk about the game week twenty six doubling up and then game week twenty nine being blank, this is this is what will make the whole decision making actually. That this is gonna help us with that yeah anyway going forward with my uh, you've completed your transfers right this yep is, they're already made it looks like for you they're made and how and... are you starting them do you, do you want to tell us the, yeah let me just quickly read that through uh, give me one second so I've got currently Robertson Martinez, uh, Martinez in goal naturally uh, I'm not starting Johnson against Man City uh, Robertson yeah, starting Stones against West Brom Soufal against Crystal Palace then Salah, Fernandez, Captain Son, Gundogan uh, Kane, Bamford, Watkins with Suchek and okay. Justin first and second on the bench and Mitchell last on the bench against West Ham my god we're so template are we? <laughs> yeah I mean I've you know I did my my big decision I took my big decision and uh, transferred Robertson out Mm -hmm. and went to a very similar price player Mm -hmm. Mitchell (laughs) that's who I went for that's what I did yeah Um, I got like five for similar price in terms of yeah okay you went from Robinson to Mitchell I went from Robertson to Mitchell there we go that's a small difference (laughs) yeah 
And I also had a second one, mm -hmm. which was Ward Prowse to Smithrow. The prices were changing constantly, and I didn't want to miss out again because I've missed so much. It's one of the things that I want to I want us to talk about when we get to have some kind of some time, not being in a, such a hectic schedule with the fixtures, mm -hmm. uh, because I've noticed that you might get a huge gain if you plan well with your transfers. Uh, anyway, yeah, so I, I got Smithrow. It was 4.5. I was afraid that he would rise again uh, instead of Ward Prowse. But and just, I'm saving. Just quickly, what do you think about yep. uh, Martin Ergard coming in? If that's how you pronounce his name. This is something, yeah, I mean, I, I was thinking about that. If someone's not going to be playing if he comes in, it's going to be him, Smithrow, definitely. But he's 4.4, so. But he's 4.4. He's 4.5. Now, big spender. Yeah, uh, but he's my—he's a bench player. I told you I don't want expensive bench options. It might save me of the of the drama of getting points and having him on my bench. Besuma, be, because I already have Suchek. Yeah, true. Going to be coming in and out. Mm -hmm. So he's my second. Is Mitchell and Smithrow are on my bench? Suchek is my first to come in. Yeah, in this week. I haven't decided yet. I think I'm starting with Dallas instead of him. Okay. Against Newcastle. So it's Martinez for me. Sufal, Diaz, Jones, Dallas. Mm -hmm. Salah, Son, Fernandez, captain. Yeah. Same as you. <laughs> Bamford, Adams, Antonio. Ooh, so no Kane. So no Kane, no gain. No Kane, no gain. But Kane is coming in, is coming in for Adams next week. I think, honestly, you are right with that. I think Kane is going to not do as well in this Liverpool game. I think if anyone is the first player is going to do well, it's going to be Son. But I can't do it. I can't take a second hit. Exactly. It's too much. I already took a minus four um, with Robertson and uh, Ward Prowse coming out. Mm -hmm. uh, I can't. I can't do a minus eight. Just try because. Uh, to be honest, I, I'm it's not that picture. sure that Kane will overscore Adams. No, exactly. Adams might score against Arsenal. He was actually very good at the cup. I think he's very good. He had a very good chance. He's a player I'm always keen on having. Yeah, I just want Antonio for the following fixtures. So mm -hmm. that's why he's actually uh, being sold. Other than that, Kane needs to come in. Mm -hmm. And that's why I've, I've done all this planning. Yeah. Um, Eventually, when Antonio's run of good pictures end, or if I hope not, he has any problems again. Mm -hmm. DCL is the one to go for, and this might mean I'll have to downgrade maybe Son to this range of players I was telling about. Yeah, yeah. The mid-price midfielders. Yeah, someone around Grealish, Hammers, something like that. Mm -hmm. Seven points. Something because that will allow me Antonio to DCL, so this will bring some kind of a balance. I'm thinking, but this will happen in 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 three weeks from now, in three game weeks from now. Yeah, sometime around game week twenty four, I'm gonna want to have a transfer in hand because then we're gonna find out about game, the um, round five fixtures of the FA Cup. So we're gonna know exactly yeah. who's gonna have a double game week in twenty six. So if it gave me 24, 25, 
I want to have two transfers in hand so that I can get two players in that are definitely going to be doubling and I'm ready yeah. for that. In the meantime, I'm going to hedge my bets and try and transfer players in that are going to be doubling around that time. So focusing on City, maybe getting another City defender. Liverpool are out, so Liverpool aren't going to be doubling. Um, yeah. So you know, it Manu... depends on the on the on the other fixture on Chelsea. Is I think true, true that they could still double if Chelsea get through. Um, that's a very yeah. good point, actually. Sorry, um, but yeah, moving towards those sorts of players right now, and then seeing what happens in the meantime. Yeah. So yeah, good. That's our teams. Do you? Oh, we've we've got our watch list battle sorted. We've got that. Is there anything else you feel like mentioning? Who's your vice captain? Because I've had a Son. nice idea with this. Son all day. Is it Son? Yeah. Okay, I'm I've got it. Antonio. Ah, oh, fair. That's a good choice. Crystal Palace. Uh, playing against Palace. Yeah, because, I mean, in this game week, I'm not entirely sure that Fernandez is going to play, to be honest. But he was and on the I bench think we should need... yesterday. Yes, but he's, he played again. and He he was crucial as well. He, like, I mean, he, he came on he after 60... No, 57 minutes or 60-something minutes. Maybe I'm getting confused yeah. with the Salah substitution. He came on and scored the winning goal. So, for me, he starts this game. It's Sheffield United at home. Come on, they don't need him. They shouldn't need him. But he's rested already, you know. He's had his rest. Yeah, in a mid-week thing. Because he, he played last week. True. It's not... They've been playing every three, four days. All right. That's true? why I, I was. I'm, I'm actually urging people just think about it. I, it's just an intuition or something. Have a good vice captaincy. I think. I think you're worrying a bit too much because I think he'll he'll start, score points, maybe, and maybe. also, uh, hopefully. For me, this is a game week where if you've got him, you need to captain him because there's so many people that are um, high up that list that need to be captained. Yeah. Uh, that. There's so many people that are going to captain him. You're going to lose points if you don't captain him, um, even if he scores a blank. So, yeah, I agree. I agree. Cool. Good. That seems to wrap us I up. Think this... <coughs> it does. It does. So, best of luck for everyone. Don't forget. Don't forget the the deadline, guys, because it's a midweek thing. It's. Tuesday, twenty sixth of January. Tomorrow. Six thirty. Yes, six thirty. Hang on, uh, let me check mine. Just because oh, yours, wait, is, is yours is going to be in Greek time, now. isn't it? Is Sorry, it four thirty? It's four thirty. Four thirty. Almost ruined oh, everyone. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. Six thirty, guys. Six thirty. Make it late so that Yanis can get to the top Don't of the Don't miss league. it. Don't miss it. <laughs> <laughs> right. Make sure you guys so, all stay safe. Stay tuned. And we'll see you next week, guys. Bye. Bye-bye, everyone. Uso Radio.